You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the Hi world. Hi kids, this is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Rekla. And today I'm so excited for what we're talking about. We are talking about innovative online entrepreneur. And I think that's such a big part in life and business being innovative and being online because most of the successful entrepreneurs are innovative and are online. They're aka so they're getting their stuff out there and they're being creative. So to talk with us today is Kevin Ellinger Wild and we met at New Media Summit from Steve Olsher and he is the founder of Wild Spark Consulting and he has written books for kids for to turn obstacles into fun so without further ado will you help me welcome our guest kevin ellinger wild yay hi Hi, neva great to be here thanks for the invitation i'm excited to uh get a chance to talk to you yeah thank you for coming on yeah Um, i'm so excited so what are your superpowers so my superpowers so I would say I have probably three superpowers. One is that um, I have the ability to play. I love to play a lot. Uh, so I grew up in a large family. So now, Neva, are you an only child or do you have siblings? I'm an only child in this house. Okay. But I have two half-siblings from my dad's previous marriage. Great. So, so again, so you have the idea of being all alone. Well, I was surrounded by nine other kids. And so, and I was the second youngest, so... Uh, like you probably sleep in your own bed. I actually had to share my bed forever. Like for I was 18 and I finally got a chance to move out. So, but so anyway, but so because of that, we got a chance to play a lot. We always had playmates all the time. So I love to play. I love to draw. So here's just a little picture uh, in the back, but I, um, awesome. I do a lot of, a lot of do fun little drawings and stuff like that. Um, I was actually on an airplane flight once with a five-year-old sitting next to me and I showed him a little trick about how he could, uh, draw different pictures, uh, make animals just out of basically it's a few shapes. And uh, again, so we had a great time with that. That's awesome. And then um, I also have a superpower of just having a great imagination. And so one of the ways I do that is I play a game called What If? And so the idea like, um, what if we could breathe underwater? So just you and I can play this idea of just what if? Okay, so what if we could breathe underwater? How would that be something different? Um, We'd probably have cities underwater, be able to walk in and out of probably. the ocean, do whatever we'd want. Yeah. Um, and so all the different fish would be like pets and maybe more like friends. And so a lot of different things like that. Um, yeah, and then uh, so cool. what if, or what if we were all the same color? So what's, what's a favorite color for you? Probably turquoise. Okay. So imagine that everybody in the whole world was turquoise. So there wasn't, there wouldn't be any race, there won't be anything, and we just all happen to be the same color. And so because of that, then there'd be less bullying, less pushing around. People just wouldn't make fun of other people because they're a different color. It'd just be, we're all the same. And then um, probably another good one is, uh, one of my favorites is, what would happen if people just never stopped growing? So imagine that, so your mom, let's say, at the age of 20 was six feet tall. Okay, but by the time she, your mom turns 40, she's 12 feet tall. And then she keeps on growing, so that by the time she's 60, she's 18 feet tall. 
um, or she gets to be like your grandma's age. So let's say your grandma was 80. So then your grandma would be 24 feet tall. So it's just, we just keep growing and growing and growing. Okay, so now you would be, say, four feet tall, and you'd have a grandma who was 24 feet tall. So it's, it's just really convenient, actually, that we actually stop growing. And if we never stop growing, well, then our houses would be different. Um, when you go and sit on grandma's lap, which she might crush you, she might actually step on you. She'd have to drive a different car. So a lot of those different what-if kind of things, and that's kind of the, the fun thing. So that's part of that superpower of imagination. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. It would be kind of interesting if everyone, like, kept on growing because then all of our things, like the iPad I'm on, oh, yeah. <laughs> would be, right. like, itty-bitty. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, even, even, like, your, your fork and spoon would have to be, like, for the, for the grandmother, it would be huge. Um, yeah. the, bed, the bed your grandma would sleep in would be mat, you know, monster. Massive. So, yeah, so totally different. And, yeah, yeah so it's just uh, one of those things. It's, we, we don't think about it, but we're just really, it's really nice in a way that we actually stop growing so we can do that. Yeah. yeah. So what does being an innovative entrepreneur mean to you? So being um, innovative and entrepreneur, first of all, from an innovative standpoint, it's really about being creative. So I mentioned growing up in a big family, and I actually was raised on a small farm. And so we didn't have a whole lot. And so we ended up sharing things and making the most of what we did have. And so in doing that, it was using our creativity, using our mind. And if something broke, we figure out a way to fix it usually using you know, twine string or, you know, some other kind of thing, or we just found a different way of doing it. Yeah. Either we did it by hand or something like that. And so it's really about using That's that. Cool. It's taking, making the most of what you do have. Um, you can't go out and buy everything yeah. all the time. And so how do you make the most of what you have in life? And so some of us are born where we have a lot of riches. We have a lot of things that we can access. If we want some new clothes, we go out and buy them. Other people, like with the way I grew up, well, I got hand-me-downs. So I had to wear clothes that my brothers had worn before me and then you just, you can patch them, you can re-sew them, you can do whatever to make them the way you want. And so that's really about being innovative is just making the most of the resources you have. Yeah, I think that's really cool and that's kind of what I believe and because I kind of do the same thing and what you had kind of reminds me of when I was younger. Um, I was when I was around one, two, I actually was on a ranch. So cool. we raised our own food. Um, there was a fire nearby, so we had to move, but yeah. it was kind of cool. And we had rabbits and chickens, things like that. So that's what it reminds me of. And it is cool being creative because you can take, some people take what they don't have or what they do have for granted and so when you can take something that you don't appreciate that much or you take something that you have and turn it into something new or maybe better or something like that, it, right. it's being innovative. Yeah, and that's a lot. It's just, it's, it's fun. You know, again, it's even yeah. like playing. We didn't have a lot of, say, traditional toys, but if we wanted a car, well, then we just find a rock that looked kind of cool and that became our car and we drive through the dirt. And, yeah. and so there's a lot of different ways to be, have that play. And I think that's true for all kids, but especially even for adults 
And so when we talk about being in, um, innovative, a lot of people, when they get older, they kind of stop thinking like that. And uh, I, I guess that's one of the, the, the greatest things. If you have that ability to continue to use your creativity, the better, the better it is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Because some people, like, like I was saying earlier, is like you can look at something and it might be plain, like, like you said, a rock. And you yep. can use your imagination to turn it into something like with a bunch of mechanics, like a car. So I think that's really awesome. So add to that, like, so the idea of being innovative really is solving problems. And mm -hmm. so sometimes when you solve problems, it's just, so what, 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 even if it's world hunger or it's, um, you're trying to have something for supper and it's like, well, there's nothing in the refrigerator. What am I going to do? What can you figure out? And so innovative is just baking. Okay. So here's what I do have. So what can we do to solve this problem? What can we do to solve that? And that's how people start companies. That's how they, 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 they see a problem and they said, well, I'll just invent this to solve it. Um, that's how they created like solar power and all those different things is they realize, well, we don't have, say, oil or gas to create energy, but we have sun. So we can use the sun in order to create energy. And so those are the types of ways of being energy and using your imagination. Yeah. So we can actually talk a little bit more about this, but we do have to take a quick break. But will you tell people where they can go to find out more about you? Yes, I'd love to do that. So they can go to www.wildspark.com, W-I-L-D-E, spark.com, and they can um, learn a lot more about uh, the types of things I do. Awesome. So we've been talking with Kevin Ellinger Wilds about innovative online entrepreneurs. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Kevin Ellinger Wild about innovative online entrepreneur. So Kevin, we are going to do funny FaceTime. So Sounds what's going to happen is we're going to make our funniest faces in three seconds. Are you ready? I'm all ready, so. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Those are good funny faces. <laughs> I always, I don't know why I tend to do the ones that hurt my jaw. It doesn't make sense to me. And of course, you probably do the funny faces all the time. So yeah, so it's great. Yeah. So for me, I have to really stretch my face. So. so what were you like as a kid? You kind of described it a little bit, but maybe were you into things like business or maybe doing books, things like that? No, I say, so the funny part when you're the 
second youngest out of 10, you know, the biggest thing is that like right now you get your mom's attention all the time. Um, for me, getting attention was a challenge because there's so many other kids to do things with. So um, I learned from an early age, I happened to be left-handed. Everybody else in my family was right-handed. And so I realized that left-handed was actually good because it made me different and made me special. And so, okay, so then I realized well, being different was good. And so then I learned, I started doing little sketches and drawings and my mom said, hey, those are really nice. So I realized, okay, well then drawing is nice because it gets me attention. I can do something that nobody else can do. So I learned early on basically what I, what they call in the business world is marketing. Basically, how do you set yourself apart? What makes you unique? And then how do you ex example on that? So I realized that, well, being able to be creative and being drawing and all of that problem solving um, made me unique. And so I've been able to leverage that into what I do for work is helping other people and other companies be unique too, finding out what makes them special and then how to talk about that. And so, yeah, so uh, as a kid, um, again, for me, it was always about playing, having fun, um, and uh, making, again, just using that imagination. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's fun knowing you can be creative and have an imagination and, and get things done with it. So, like, in business, I feel like the most, um, what is the word I'm looking but like the most kind of successful businesses are the ones that are willing to play because if you're willing to play, you can be creative on different ideas, things like that. And, and it's fun because. Yeah. Especially if you're open to new things, because there's always new games, new ideas, new ways of doing things. And one thing that uh, I really like doing is making up games. So let's say I, I play basketball and we start doing it like normal. Well, then we start doing, well, let's shoot behind our head and let's uh, dribble between our legs or we'll make up different games like around the world where you shoot from different spots. Um, same thing. And, and again, so it's really about, uh, again, having fun, like you say, and that all leverages itself into business too, right? Like you said, the, the businesses that love to play are the ones that have the most fun. Yeah, exactly. And And when you're playing as well, it's like, not only play doesn't have to be just a childish thing or just play, but it can be like in business and it can be as well, like kind of get things done as well. Yeah. And so instead of being like just play, you can be like, okay, how do I turn this fun play into business and what I want to do here, you know? So one of the things that I work with a lot of companies on is how to come up with ideas. And one of the biggest things there is about play. So one of the things we do is we have people, let's say we're trying to come up with the next best broadcast show. And so we have somebody, well, everybody makes a paper airplane. We write down our idea on our airplane and we throw it across the room. And then they do that and they throw it across the room. Then I read their idea and I add to it and then I throw it back and they do the same to mine. So we kind of build off of each other's ideas. And if you get yeah. 20 people doing it and you got all these airplanes flying around, it's really kind of fun and cool. So then we take all of those and we set them aside and then we play a different game. Again, just about to trigger ideas. And again, 
for a lot of adults, it's sometimes it's hard to get back into the idea of being a kid again. So by doing these games, it makes it a lot more fun and they're a lot more creative because of it. Yeah, that's so. really interesting. And that's yeah. cool. Cause I think that I look at some adults that I know and it's like, they're a kid at heart. Cause I have a friend, he's 18 and he's a kid. He's a big kid and yeah. he, he plays. And so like you can, be a kid without having to just resemble a kid, you know? Yeah. I think and for some people it comes really easy. And yeah. I think for others it's, it's really hard. They kind of, they like rules. They like a lot of structure and, yeah. and uh, kids don't necessarily like that. They like that freedom. They like to discover new things. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's the best thing. Sometimes when people get older, they want to get into where they only doing the things that they know. Mm -hmm. um, and play it safe. So. Some people assume that they don't like something before they try it. Right. And so you don't really know if you don't like it because you haven't tried it before. And so like trying a new food, you yep. can't say, I don't like that food. I haven't tried it. I just don't, it doesn't go together. Yep. So I think that being able to be creative and take a step forward and go, I'm going to try something new this time. Although I think sometimes like eating uh, snails, you know, it's just one of those, yeah, it might be really creative, but uh, maybe, yeah. I won't, maybe I won't try snails, you know, or like uh, fish eyes or some of those kind of things. It's like, yeah, you know, so, so some things I'm still okay with just not trying just because of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's, I believe I've had escargot once in my life. Have you? But I would say the most creative thing I've done, food-wise, is eat alligator. And it That'd looks be... like calamari. Okay. And it tastes <laughs> like calamari. But, wow. Or it kind of tastes like chicken as well. So okay. I find that sometimes the most different things I look at can, like something I know I like and something I, ha I know I haven't tried yet. And I think maybe I can look into it and see if I – would like it I go nah I wouldn't like that and then I try it and I'm like this is exactly like this thing over here that I like so when so you I try something new and, and the biggest thing is just your your mind basically you're, if you just tell yourself that you're going to be open to trying it and at least <laughs> seeing that that makes a big difference and uh, yeah, just being open to new ideas new ways of doing things that's kind of the fun part exactly and, yes. and, it's, and it's exciting to try something new, you mm -hmm. know? But some people let their fear take over, and they go, nah, that's too scary. I, I don't want to do that. Like, mm -hmm. we went indoor skydiving as a family, and I was scared because you go 15 feet up in the air, but I didn't let my fear take over, and I had fun. That's great. Yeah, yeah so. that'd be I, uh, I went skydiving for the first time last year. And so same thing. And, uh, but I, I wasn't scared. Actually, I was really excited to do it. And when I actually left out of the plane, it was amazing just to everything that you see from that level. And the fact that there's literally nothing below you is, uh, yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. Yeah. So cool. Skydiving for me is one of those things where I'm like, I'm okay doing that. 
in like 48 years. <laughs> so it's telling me to do that right now. When, um, so I have four sons and a daughter, and when each of them graduated from high school, our gift to them was skydiving. And the reason being that we felt that, well, if you're brave enough to jump out of an airplane, then you're brave enough to face anything that the world is going to face you. And so they all appreciated it and they all did it. And so the reason I went last year is because my youngest son had just graduated. And so once all of them made it through, then it was my turn. So, yeah, but it was a great thing. And every single one of them remembers it vividly. That's awesome. That's a great experience. And that's, I think that's part of the fun is having different experiences. Like you mentioned growing up on a ranch. And so that's really unique. Not many people get a chance to know what it's like to be on a ranch or on a farm and, and how different it is and, and how wonderful it can be. And it's a totally different kind of style than living in growing up in town. Um, exactly. And, and both are great. They're just different experiences. Yeah. And actually, another thing for me with the fear part, yeah. I got my ears pierced for the second time. And I was nervous because I didn't remember the last time I did. I was like, it, it's going to hurt, isn't it? And so I had my dad pinch my ear and to show me the pressure. And I'm like, it's not going to hurt that much. And I got to talking with the lady, and she's super nice. And I noticed I, once I saw, like, the tools, I was at first nervous, and then I realized, wait a second, she knows what she's doing with it. I, I'm okay. And so I think that a lot of times when my parents are teaching me is like, if you let your fear take over, you're going to miss out on a lot of things in life. So. Yep. I think that's a great idea. And um, so I know like, have you ever gone to a doctor and you got a shot, you know, like with a needle? Quite a while ago. Okay. So like I just had a, a flu shot and so they rub your arm and they actually take the long needle and they stick it into your arm. And, um, it's actually kind of fascinating if you look at it almost differently, where you actually watch the needle go into your skin and you, f- so you see it and then here you feel the sensation and then they do it and they pull it back out. And so sometimes when you actually see exactly what's happening, it makes the fear go away a little bit, or you just look at it as, okay, I know this is going to be pain, but it's just the process. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting what you were talking about, like getting your ears pierced, which I have never done. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah, because if you look at it, fear is a part of our minds that takes over for some people, and so they live in that, and they don't do fun things, and they don't go skydiving, right? or they don't eat alligator, or (laughs) they don't try something new. And there's been so many times where I've been nervous about something, and then I finally, like, okay, I'll do it. And sometimes I do regret doing it. Like, we went to as a family to California Worlds, California Adventure Worlds, and we did the Tower of Terror. And I did not like it because, like, you're yeah. flying, and I'm like, I, I want to fly in a different way, not dropping. And... Like, my heart was pounding, and yeah. I was holding my sister and my dad's hand very tightly. And I remember after I asked my sister, I was like, is it done? And she looked at me, and she said, nope. And we kept on going <laughs> down and down and down. And I'm like, when is it going to stop? 
<laughs> but there is times where you don't regret it. Right, exactly. That was just one of those situations for me where I absolutely did regret going on it. Yeah. But So I think it's, so the idea of fear has a lot to do with how adults do it, even within business. So you talk about innovating. Um, a lot of people are afraid to try something new. And so they exactly. don't do, they don't try and they don't take a risk and they don't innovate because they know what works and why would I want to risk anything? What, you know, they're afraid of it. And so I do a trick where I basically, anytime I want to try something new, I basically say, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? And so if I'm trying a new business adventure or something like that, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, I'll lose all my money and everything else and I'll have to go get a job at say McDonald's. Okay, well, then you figure, well, could I work at McDonald's and make a living? It's like, well, yeah. It's okay, well, if I'm willing to do that and I could do it, but then there's no reason why I shouldn't try this. Yeah. And so sometimes if you can think of what the worst thing is, and if the worst thing is you're okay with that, okay, well, then I'll go ahead and do it. And sometimes if you also look at the benefit and as well and say, well, what's the benefit of going on this? Right. Like, for me, going on the Tower of Terror, I can check that off my list of things <laughs> I right. should do before I die. Um, or It wasn't on my bucket list, but now it's off of it. Um, yep. And so if you can look at the benefit and be like, what, how am I going to either learn from this or how am I going to go back to my house knowing I did that? Right. And because... Like, there's moments in time where I hear my, I'm, like, having a conversation. Like, you know those pictures where there's, like, the angel on this side, then the devil on this side, and then they're, like, talking and fighting over what to do? Yeah. That was hap that happens for me. And so, like, the angel's going, this will, like, benefit, and you'll be able to go back home knowing you did something that you were scared of. And the devil's going, don't do it. You're going to die doing it. And so, but if you can, like, kind of shush those pieces and just go and make the decision from your heart instead of your head, it works. Yeah, that's a great, that's, that's really a great way of looking at it. And yeah. So to me, it's really, you know, life is really about experiences, really. It's trying something different. and. Exactly. Um, because a lot of people want to just get into conversation and they do the same thing every day. But what do you remember most is the different things. Every time you travel, that's a new experience. And it's things that you see, um, having that experience on a ranch, totally different things. I saw the ocean for the first time uh, when I was 26 years old. It's one of the first times I had flown. And I, again, I grew up in Minnesota where it was really cold. And I got a chance to fly out to California and uh, see the ocean for the first time. And it was incredible. Um, so, yeah, so it's, but again, those are the experiences you don't forget. Um, I've been in plays. I've written, again, books. I've done a lot of different things. And every single one of those is just makes you braver and makes you, uh, yeah, it makes for a more fun life. That's so, awesome. That's great. So we sadly have to wrap up, though. Okay. But will you remind people where they can go to find out more about you? Yeah, so they can go to www.wildspark.com. And if they go to wildspark.com slash imagine that, 
uh, they all get some information on a new book I've written called I Imagine That, I'm a Polar Bear in Underwear, which uh, actually started from, a, started from a, a what-if game, and which is what would, what would happen if it's raining outside and I could be any animal I want to be. So I imagine I'm a polar bear, or I imagine I'm an ant running away from an aardvark, or I imagine I'm a porcupine who nobody wants to play with me because of all my quills keep poking them. So what do I do? And so that's what the story is all about. Um, yeah, and so that's really kind of fun. But So they can learn more information on there. Awesome. And definitely go check him out because he's amazing. So, Kevin, will you join me in the sign-off? I will join you in the sign-off, yes. Awesome. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we can, we can change, change the world. The world. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. Great. Thanks, Neva. Okay, enjoy Bye. yourself. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Hey.